0: This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. All right, speaking of scrappy, when I think scrappy, I don't know. Brian Murphy, WRAL sports investigative reporter, joins us on the Adam Gold Show. You a baseball fan? I am a baseball fan. A big M- baseball fan. Remember, um... Who was, uh, was it Phil Garner with Scrap Iron? Is that, do I have that nickname right? That's correct, he had a yeah. Bushy, uh, bushy mustache. You don't have a bushy. They <laughs> well, have a mustache, but it's it's sort it's of a, a full, uh, full G.I. Joe thing going. Um, all right, let's, a couple of things I want to get to. We have the ACC Tournament in Greensboro we're going to get to in a second. Uh, but I know you have been commenting on this, and I have been amused by I guess it was last week's Florida State meeting with the a d in front of the Board of trustees uh and Florida State oh what's uh, can we get out of the, the of the league but <laughs> and that has triggered another wave of well the ACC is going to disintegrate uh how overblown is that
1: <laughs> well I, every time I think it's overblown, then I get a sense of like oh man, there's another story about it oh, this is great right. you know it's gonna well, happen, those are popular so.
0: stories so.
1: R- right. Um, I mean, I think, and, and we talked, I, I know you've talked about it. I mean, I think the ACC is safe until 2030, 2033, yeah. you know, uh, until people start to really look at that grant of rights. Um, but the thing I can't get over is, is how the, up until six months ago, the big 12 was going to collapse. The big 12 <laughs> was the league that was going to die. Now all of a sudden people are saying Clemson at Florida state should join the big 12. And, and I just scratched my head. Like, wait a second, four months ago, that league was dead. And they just took in UCF. You think Florida State is scrambling to get in a league with UCF?
0: <laughs> probably not. Um, here's the thing. Why would they leave for less money? The ACC uh, d- disperses more revenue than the Big 12. Right,
1: right. Less money um, and, and, and a league that's backed by ESPN. If, if you're going to be anywhere right now, you probably want to have the backing of either ESPN or Fox. I know the Big 12 has deals with both of them, but they, they don't have full ownership of a league like they do, you know, with the <laughs> ACC. Um, yeah, I, I've run these numbers time and again. You know, the, the Big 12 made – we'll go back to the year before COVID because the COVID year kind of screws everything up. And right. we're about to get a new set of these tax these tax numbers. So we'll have updated numbers here pretty soon. But if you go back, you know, the, the Big 10 was distributing – well, about about thirty five million dollars, and the, right at where the ACC was distributing, the difference is the ACC number is going up; it's climbing every right. year. They just got the agreement with Comcast, um, you know, fully implemented. I think that's going to show up on, on next year's revenue. Um, it's hard to it's hard to do apples to oranges or apples to apples because, you know, the Big Twelve up until now didn't include their third tier rights in a lot of that stuff. Um, okay. You know, Texas was able to go sell that stuff. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma was able to go sell that on their own. You know, the number that the Big 12 is touting is this $31.7 million. That's what we're going to get moving forward. The ACC is at $27 million right now, and by the time that deal kicks in, it's going to be higher than that. Right. Now, the problem is the Big 10 is getting $75 million from their television contract moving forward, and, and that's why Florida State is complaining.
0: Right, the Big 10, I think the number is going to be higher than that ultimately with the Big 10 cuz the network's going to kick in a lot more money. And the SEC, they're both going to be right around, I think they're both going to be closer to 100 million than they are to 75 million when it uh, when it all shakes out and I think the Big 10 will be higher than the SEC. Um and I, what I fail to understand is we have done okay at let's just say 30. We've done okay with 30. I understand these other neighborhoods are now—they're uh, building bigger, bigger walls with better gates and bigger <laughs> pools. I get it, but I just—I how can we not continue to be okay at forty where they're probably headed? I—I'm—I'm I'm at a loss for that. I realize that the whole thing is a—is uh, a race, but uh, I'm just curious. Do you can you find? Other revenue streams for uh, for the league are there? Is, are there fourth tier rights? What do we do? Do we create a reality show? Well, this this is what Jim Phillips is being paid.
1: Exactly what Jim Phillips is being paid to right. do. I do think it's interesting the Big Twelve commissioner and the Big Twelve is having a, a monster basketball season, and, and that's yeah. a good basketball league, and is going to be a good basketball league even when Texas and Oklahoma leave. Has talked about debundling the basketball rights from the football rights and selling them separately. Um, that's what used to at least if you go back i have got 20 years worth of tax returns for the acc right if you go back into the early part of of the 2000s they used to have a different num you know, they would they would report a number for their basketball rights and a number for their football rights
0: right
1: uh, over time that just got in- encapsulated in one television rights number um you know we usually hear 80 20 right 80% of your yeah. your media rights is basketball is football and 20% is basketball if you decoupled them and sold them separately and you were able to sell two Duke Carolina games plus the conference tournament, could could you get more overall if you sold football and basketball separately? That's something I think the Big 12 is going to try. I don't know if the ACC can do that, obviously, since all their rights are tied up, you know, through 2036.
0: Yeah, and it's all tied up to ESPN. So uh, they they own everything, and they're probably very happy with the split. I mean, I mean honestly, it, it's probably – closer to 70 30 if you think about it for football and basketball for the ACC uh speaking of basketball we're in Greensboro um I don't we do not have a plan to come back to Greensboro uh I'm sure they will I'm I'm positive this league is never going to forget <laughs> Greensboro North Carolina I've always said that this should be just a special occasion place uh but your thoughts on you know one more year in Greensboro
1: well, they have 15 million reasons to come
0: back to Greensboro,
1: at least twice in the next decade, because uh, the state of North Carolina gave them $15 million <laughs> as part of that as to, to keep their headquarters in the state. As part of that, they've got to play four of the next 10 uh, ACC basketball tournaments in North Carolina, and two of those have to be in Greensboro. Okay, there you go. So, I, I mean, I, th- that's probably reasonable, right? Four out of the next 10 in North Carolina with two of them in Greensboro, maybe four of them in Greensboro. Nah,
0: it'll be two in Charlotte.
1: Yeah, it I assume they'll build too in Charlotte. <laughs> I, you know, I've thought about this question a lot. Like, is there a place you can go and make the tournament special? Is there a place you can go outside of Greensboro to make it more special? You know, I attended the 2016 event in, in Washington, D.C., and that was a big deal. I mean, there were yeah. lots of Carolina fans there, lots of Virginia fans, lots uh-huh. of Notre Dame fans. Um, but I don't know if you can put it in the same I, – I just don't – look, I grew up when you rolled the TV card in. You know, oh, I'm, no. i totally – I'm totally aware, (laughs) totally aware of that period of ACC basketball and and what the tournament meant. I don't know if you can get it back. I I just don't know. No matter where you put the tournament, I don't know if you could ever get those feelings back.
0: Well, the the problem, Brian Murphy, WRAL sports investigative reporter, is that the the NCAA tournament is... The only thing that really matters these days. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. It's just the way it's become. It's like in college football now. The only thing that matters is the national championship. Like, we no longer give a damn about the, you know, bowl games. We just don't. Uh, and, And that, in a way, that's our own fault. We have applied so much import or put so much importance to the end, as opposed to uh, what really used to be something spectacular. We have a lot more teams; it's not as much angst going into the ACC tournament. Although this year, maybe there will be a lot uh, <laughs> because so many teams are unsure of what's next. Uh, that it's it's inevitable. The leagues are also got 15 teams in a league, so we have we we need like nine days uh, to play all these games <laughs> out. But the. So I, I, get, I get what you're saying here. To me, you know, we'll go to Greensboro a couple of times, but you mentioned Washington, and I was at that tournament. And I'm telling you, that I think that was the first time since 08 or 09, that may might have, might have even been earlier, that may have been 05, that the ACC was back in D.C., thirteen or text Adam to six hundred seven hundred. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. And th- I'm telling you, it was an eye opener for the league at how great that setting was for the tournament because if you remember there were enough hotels right around I think it was called Verizon Center at the time I have no idea what it's called now <laughs> but it was right around the like in the Chinatown area of Washington DC you're very close to the mall uh, there's an outdoor shopping mall at that in that part of DC it's a very it's, it's a cool entertainment district they, they they it's like they stumbled into it and I think there were so many eyes open to how good that city was. If they just went back and forth between Charlotte and DC for and then took offshoots here and there every once in a while, I think that would be perfect. And we're not going to New York. We should we shouldn't go to Brooklyn. Brooklyn's Brooklyn's not even in New York City yeah two, two
1: things one i think that ring culture that you're talking about is affected all sports not just college sports right we, we don't care if the dodgers win 106 games did, did you win the pennant right. that's all that matters um and i think washington is great in in part because there's a lot of virginia fans there's a lot of notre dame fans there's a lot of duke people up there there's a lot of unc people yeah. there's a lot of, of people from the northern schools um you get a diversity of interest it doesn't you know, when it's in Greensboro, the Big Four is going to have to carry it attendance-wise. And if Carolina's having a down year or they get booted out of the tournament early, um, that really hurts attendance. Yeah, uh, there's seven or eight schools that can carry attendance if you put it in. If you put it in Washington D.C.,
0: no question about it. And here's the—you've left out the best part, but I'm glad you did. So I get to say it. <laughs> it's a thumb in the eye of Maryland for leaving the league, who <laughs> bitched for years. We never get to, but but but. Yeah. Now you left. And now we might be there a lot. Uh, Brian Murphy, WRAL Sports investigative reporter. I love giving it to Maryland, man. Uh, it's my alma mater. Blank them. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll see you in Greensboro, man. Sounds good. Thanks a lot. You got it. Brian Murphy. W- <laughs> we, I, uh, we didn't even talk about the gambling bill. It's It's been kind of quiet on the gambling Tell bill. Tell us how you really feel, Adam. About Maryland? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Come on. It was beautiful when we went up there right yeah. after they left. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? How are you? I did get over and play the uh, the university's golf course, though. That was cool. Oh. At WakeMed MyCare365,
1: we deliver convenience others only talk about. Every day of the year, primary care and urgent care under one roof, multiple locations, virtual visits, walk in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more
0: convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org.